Hello Anna, welcome to this week's episode of Body Beyond the Scales. Today we're going to be talking all about how much do you actually have to eat in order to put on a pound of fat. Because a lot of the time we step on the scales and we see that the number has gone up and we end up in this cycle in our heads thinking, oh my god, the weight has gone up, like I've put on a pound overnight, how has this happened? And we want to make sure we're moving away from this mindset because it's not serving you, it's not leaving you in a place where you feel good and it's not actually like helping you improve that relationship with your body. So it's important for us to know like what the, how to actually put a pound of fat on. On and what's happening when you're not putting a pound of fat on but the scales have gone up. So first off, let's just understand some real basics about calories. So in order to put on a pound of fat, you would have to eat 3,500 calories over maintenance. Now that's over maintenance. So if you've put on a pound of fat in your life, that's because you've eaten 3,500 calories over maintenance over time. Now that could be one day where you ate loads of calories, or that could have been several days leading up to it, where actually you ate, say, 500 calories above your, um, your maintenance for a week straight, and then that was a pound of fat. So it's important that we recognize that that's what's going on here. So we need to eat 3,500 calories over maintenance. So if overnight the scales have gone up and you have eaten... 3,500 calories above maintenance, which for an 80 kilogram woman woman doing around eight, uh, eight to 10K steps per day, doing around two to three workouts per week, her maintenance calories would be 2,600. Now, if she's 2,600 uh, calories at maintenance and then she ate 3,500 uh, 3, calories above that, she'd have had to have eaten 6,100 calories and that would have meant that she'd have then put a pound of fat on overnight. So we can say with pretty much certainty, she probably didn't do that by accident and she probably hasn't put on a pound of fat overnight which I think is really reassuring because we go well actually that's not what happened here what we want to do is recognize that like we can't do this by accident you have to purposefully eat that much food in one day if you want to you know put on a pound of fat um but we can recognize that over time you can start to increase it so I think it's really important that we recognize what's going on here and we recognize that actually it's very unlikely you've put on a pound of fat overnight and when we're thinking about the scales we need to think about what do we actually want from them what's what's our goal our goal generally isn't to lose weight although we might have a weight in mind our goal isn't to lose weight because we're not a boxer we don't need to be hitting a certain weight category we don't need to be hitting like certain numbers we just want to be feeling better in your clothes feeling better in your body feeling healthier looking after yourself a little bit more feeling more confident and all of these things often come with weight loss, yes, but the main goal isn't to lose weight, it's to feel better in your body. So recognizing that as the, like, the primary goal can be really, really useful because it means that we actually address the thing that's going on. Um, so we want to be thinking and making sure that we have that clarity in your head of like what is actually going on. So once we've got that and we've got that clear idea there and we're going, actually, I'm not too bothered about what the weight says. We just want to look at that trend. We really want to focus on that trend over time and not the scales overnight. And that is a really powerful thing because I want you to think like a scientist. Put your scientist hat on and think, what would a scientist do in this situation? They'd want more data. They'd want to have that clear data out in front of them so that they can see the anomalies. They can see the nights where it just increases slightly. Um, and they want to look at the big picture as a whole, not the individual measurements because we don't know if that's an anomaly or part of the trend. So what we're looking for is that trend over time and the more data you have the more you can see that trend over time but not to worry too much about those individual measurements so Let's talk about why the scales increase. The scales can increase for a number of reasons, but usually it comes down to one, and it's water. Now, water retention is super common, and usually it's just your body doing its thing, and that's great because we want your body to work. So um, that's a really positive thing when your body does hold on to water in certain situations. For example, when you've eaten more carbs, um, your body will hold on to more water because it's storing the carbs in your muscles. So a lot of the time, if you can hear me tapping, it's me tapping my, uh, my muscles as I'm talking. Um, so a lot of the time, 
time we end up in this like thought process where we're like, right, okay, so um, I want my um, I, I, I've eaten more carbs, and the carbs are then getting stored in your um, in your muscles. But what we want is for those that we want that process to happen because that's where you have extra energy. So when you're working out, you're getting more from your workouts. So if we can pop the extra carbs in your muscles, that's not a bad thing. But the reason you hold on to water is because for every one gram that's stored, it stored as this compound called glycogen, um, which is just stored carbohydrates in your muscles. Um, so for every one gram of glycogen that you store, you're storing three to four grams of water with it. So let's say you're storing four grams with it. For every one, gl- uh, for every one gram of glycogen, you're effectively holding five grams of weight. So that's going to be extra. So if you're storing that extra in your body, the more that you build that up over time, the more that that builds up, the more you're going to weigh. Because because you're holding on to this glycogen but it's not fat and that's what we want to focus on here and we want to remember that like it's not body fat like that's not what's going on here so it's important that we think of this bigger picture and we think about what's going on because it's not body fat in this instance. So glycogen being stored in your muscles is an absolutely fantastic thing. We want that to happen. If you've had saltier foods, you may be holding on to more water. Salt um, will affect the osmosis between your cells, which is just where water moves in and out of your cells. Um, and that will just mean that you might be holding on to slightly more water. You're retaining slightly more water because the salt levels have increased. Another reason is your period. Periods can cause inflammation um, and they can cause um, you basically to hold on to so, uh, water, you'll know like around your period, you might find digestion's a little bit harder, you might be feeling a little bit more bloated all of these things, um, you might feel yourself holding on to more water, all of these things are related to water retention and can cause you to increase your weight a little bit because you're holding on to more water again, nothing to worry about, it's just your body doing its thing and we want this to happen because it's your body responding in the right way so actually if the weight goes up overnight and we see that and we're like actually you know this might be my period then that's completely normal, my weight goes up pretty much every month, just in those couple of days leading up to my period and I'm like hey it's coming, (laughs) so it's just a good way to kind of like know as well Another way that you can or you can start retaining water is inflammation, but particularly inflammation post-exercise. So if you ever feel that that ache in your muscles, that DOMS, that delayed onset muscle soreness, um, that often is caused by because the muscle and the muscle has been broken down, it has then become inflamed, um, because that's the body's state of recovery. Um, and then from there, it needs to then go into basically like um, it, it then needs to start recovering. In that process, where we'd have that inflammation because the muscle has been broken down during that exercise period, because we've had that breakdown we've then got that inflammation which then causes you to hold on to water and a lot of the time if someone's really achy we can pretty much guess that their their weight might increase and that's just water retention and completely normal again it's your body doing exactly what it needs to be doing but that's why you might be increasing in weight and then finally, one more reason really is just illness. If you are ill, you are sick, you've got an injury, um, anything like that, it will just cause you to hold onto a little bit more water. Again, it's because of that inflammation, it's your body recovering and it needs that water to recover. So all of these things, all of these reasons are actually completely normal for you to be holding onto extra water. So don't worry if that's what's happening. If you're finding that your water um, your water weight is increasing, if you're finding that actually, you know, you're, you're holding onto a little bit more, um, like of like you, the scale weight's increasing, you're holding onto a little bit more water that's that's normal in a lot of cases sometimes we will have these inflammations uh, that you know pop up and that will just mean that you're holding on to a little bit more water you might see yourself like feeling a little bit puffier it's like um like around the face you might see yourself looking a little bit different 
Um, another one actually that I didn't mention there was alcohol and alcohol can definitely have that effect. Um, so yeah, again, same reasons, water retention, it can also play an impact there. Um, so all of these things are super important and these levels of water change are very, very common and they're very common in daily fluctuations. And that's why when we take our weight, especially when I encourage you to like say, take your weight daily, we want to make sure that we're um, recognizing that the weight over, uh, we're looking for the weight over time and not the weight overnight because these fluctuations are going to happen day to day. There's going to be ups and downs and that's completely normal normal your body is going to do its thing fluctuations are great like we want those that's why if you're trying to lose weight we want to look at the trend over time and not the the scale weight overnight basically so look for that trend is it heading down is it heading in the right direction over time if it is amazing if it's not then don't worry about it then that's why we need to then start making changes in but if the trend is heading down, ups and downs amongst that are completely, completely normal. That's where this water retention is going on. Hopefully you found this episode useful. If you have, please give it a five-star rating and review. I very much do appreciate it. Um, and thank you very much for listening.